Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Coming in Clutch. My name is Lorenzo Iacomini, aka the Speedy Guidi. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Coming in Clutch. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about some of our favorite vehicles on the market and off the market, but some of our favorites with four wheels. It's going to be a good one, guys. Um, I think we're going to segue straight into our, a new segment that we have, guys, and it's basically uh, it's basically um, we're going to put two cars against one another, um, kind of in a fantasy world. If you were to choose one of them, what would it be? Kind of like a would you rather. And the two cars that it's we have... The, it's the head-to-head. It's the head-to-head. The face-to-face. Yeah, the face-to-face <laughs> the discount motor trend version of that. But basically, the cars we're going to be talking about today are the Toyota Supra and the Corvette C8. Now, Cody, would you rather have a Toyota Supra or the new Corvette C8? Money is no obstacle. All right. To tell you the truth, I'm going with the Corvette. I'm not going to lie. I'm going with the Corvette. I think that it's uh, it's awesome. It's it's awesome. I'm going with it. Okay, it's my so, choice. so you I have to choose the Supra now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll be the devil's advocate here and argue for the Supra. But the reason why we chose those two cars, guys, is because they are both in the same price category. So they're both sixty five thousand dollars. The Supra now with dealer markups will go for an extra thirty thousand dollars because people want them so bad and they're that hype. But the base price for both of them are is around sixty to seventy thousand dollars, which is insane to think about because the C8 Corvette comes with a mid-engine V8, and that's a what straight 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 six. I don't even in, know inline six. I don't know. It's like and it's like and change horsepower. But but just to tell you the truth, it's like it, you get so much with the Corvette, and you're paying not that much. And I feel like you're getting not that much with the Supra, and you're, you're paying okay. a premium. I'll argue for the Supra, and you are getting more refined, a more refined driving cockpit because it is made by BMW, like sitting nothing. You signed that That's earlier. It. That's it. And it's like That's nice. You could just stop it there. And it's a it's great made, daily. It's, it's a made better. By BMW, it's a it's a better daily than a Cor- like you could drive it every day. You can't drive the Corvette every day, even though I, I probably would. But the Corvette's a way better driver's car, and right. I can't deny that. I, Maybe. Actually, I don't know. I can't say I haven't driven either. I've driven that shortly, and it was cool. What are your thoughts? Uh, it was, like, not that quick. Okay. Anything Anything positive? Anything engaging? It's, anything a nice, like, it's a nice built interior. It looks nice. I like the center tack. Uh, I like the looks from some angles. The noise is nice. I like it. I like it because there's a high tunability to that. Everyone knows that, and they will be coming out with a manual soon. It's a C8 won't. So once they come out the manual, maybe the price drops, then I'd consider it. But the C8, like right now, it's a better option. Yeah, so you kidding me? <laughs> oh my <laughs> Silence God. your phones oh at all times. God. All right, I blew it. I blew it. No, it's okay. But yeah, no, there's, there's, I, I'm trying to be devil's advocate here, yeah, but there's know, really, but there's not really, a, you're making all but the there are people, but there are people watching who would, who are probably ripping their hair out. They're like, the Supra is so much better because of this and that. So that's where we're going to open up the discussion, you guys. Every week, 
we're going to talk about two cars and we want you guys to comment below on Instagram or DM us or on YouTube, wherever, and comment the car that you like more. And then we'll do like a little, we'll take a poll. Yeah, a poll. we're going we're gonna to halt the conversation on the, on the Corvette and the Supra for now so that you guys can put in your opinions. And then next week we'll, we'll give, or next episode, we'll give a full discussion on, on these two cars. And we'll bring up two more cars. And we'll bring up two more cars. So it'll just be like, you know, every week we'll have something else, some new discussion. Yeah. But besides that, hopefully we don't forget. <laughs> we probably will. Um, Cody, let's talk and, about let's talk about some of our favorites, man. No, I want to. I would before that. I want to ask you what what you you been to any car shows lately? Anything new? No, I haven't. I well, haven't tomorrow I've really been to too many car shows recently. Yeah, I haven't really either. Ooh, tomorrow is Malu Audubon. <laughs> our good buddies put that on. We're gonna have a bunch of footage right now. Showing you some of the cars that we saw, we, we will see tomorrow, <laughs> which when you're watching this, we, we did see. In future tense. Yes. Um, generally, the showing is pretty good. There's a lot of cars, a lot of young people like us. Um, it's really great. Our buddies, uh, our buddies put it on, and they're really great people. Check them out. Go to the shows if you can. Yeah. Do it around. Seriously. Jake and Iowa, they put on an awesome Malibu Autobahn show. But then the whole point of the show is that most people that show up are driving the car and then they all take a drive to their facility up in Moore Park, which is called Autobahn Alliance, where they do storage and they also have a lounge and they're they're going to be doing a panel with speakers tomorrow on yeah. all kinds of different topics. Seriously, so. check them out. The fact that like they're our age and they put on this huge car show, like like 100 or so car show, it's like insane. Like 400 yeah, like they have to turn people down. It's incredible. Registered. It's incredible. Yeah, we got kicked. We get kicked out from like the beach police because <laughs> the, the beach is the car. The shows are on the beach, but it's dope because they take like the nice cruise. They, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Real rally. It's I've like, never gone on the cruise because I don't have a cool enough car to do that. If I did, I would. Yeah, but you have like a GTI. That's a fun like Canyon Carver. Yeah, but like, hey, no, no, yeah. no. Give me, give me like a GT350. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, That's that, a dream car. I think that leads us nicely into, into what we want to get into, which is our favorites. I think so too. I think we already know that Lorenzo's favorite car currently is the Mustang GT350ER. Is that the safe, R. safe the, to say that yes, it's your favorite no. car? Well, yeah, just for the money right now it would be a great car. Like if I were to buy a car tomorrow. It'd probably be that. Why not the 500? They just came out with the 500. Because I don't want a 10-speed automatic. A 10-speed automatic? It's a 10-speed automatic. What's the point of that? Uh, like what's Shorter gearing for acceleration and fuel economy. Ford has like this, Boring. on all the new F350s, it's all like the, I think, it's all the 10-speed, everything, all that's Ford like is 10-speed. That's like a tractor trailer. It's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> Correction. The GT500 does not have a 10-speed auto. Instead, it has a 7-speed dual-clutch automatic. I was thinking of the 2019 Camaro ZL1 LE, which does, in fact, have a 10-speed auto if you're dumb enough to pay for that option. That is all. Like, 700 horsepower, do you have, like, if you're in Tiptronic or if you have the paddle shifters, you're just like, meep, 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 I mean, you get the idea. No, I, I get the idea. It's, All right. It's, I want a manual, man. Give me a manual. All right. Well, but why don't you explain to the people what this kind of this, what we're kind of going on here, this like scenario 
that we're talking about here? Like our favorite cars. Like what's what's like the prerequisite? Well, the ideal point? car person scenario is what's in your garage. Right. So like I was going to say top five cars, but every car that we chose when we were talking about this episode happened to fit in a category. It was a classic and a hyper car and then an everyday and a Canyon Carver. Like those are like the kind of cars you want to go There's for. There's too many cars out to say that like – you would have the ideal garage because my ideal garage would change every year. Oh my gosh. Because new cars are coming out or like the market changes and more cars become available or cars oh my become God. popular totally. and you want them. So I think that five car garage question, we're going to start off with that, but then like essentially we're going to have to go through and really talk about each topic and which is our favorite. Question. Absolutely. I actually, when I, I don't know if you know this, but when I first moved to LA and I just like started my Speedy Greedy channel, I had an, like I had a, like a little show called The Speaky Greedy where I just like talked shit in one of them, one of them, one of the episodes. How long was, ago was that? That was like a year and a half ago. I guess you were like a little squeaky greedy. Yeah. I'll put some footage right now of it in black and white. It's like, and I had my top five favorite cars, but those cars. Oh, yeah, that, Lorenzo. Yeah. Those cars that I chose are completely different than the ones I have now. Totally. I had like a Koenigsegg Gajera and like a totally. Cayenne Turbo S. And, like, I've driven those cars, and I'm just like, okay, the Koenigsegg's freaking rad. But, like, I don't, I don't want it. I mean, where, do you, where, do you, where do you drive a Koenigsegg? I think it costs $2.5 million. Well, I mean. It'd be swag. And, and <laughs> it's crazy because, like, we see them all the time. So we know, like, if a guy doesn't show up to a car show with his Koenigsegg, it means, like, there's something wrong with the battery. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so these or it's not working. Yeah, like. Like, it's just not working right. So, like, it's, I, I believe that it's, like. On the surface, you think like, oh man, wouldn't it be awesome to have one of these cars in my garage? Dude. But to actually own one, really, like, it's definitely not all. No, it's not. It's, and, yeah, <laughs> it's all games. smoke and mirrors in a lot of ways. But, but it's all still right, cool. So, so let's let's uh, start it off and uh, give me a breakdown. What's like your your ideal five car garage right now? Do you want me just to tell you it and then we can kind of go from yeah, there? Give me your five cars. Because I've thought about this. Ask about them. I've thought about this way too much. Like I go on drives <laughs> and I'm just like, God, I would love to have this, these cars in my garage for no reason. Not that I'm going to buy one. Not that I could buy them or want them or use them. But it basically boils down to this. Speedy's like super garage, if I were to choose one, choose it would be a Ferrari F40 for sure. Porsche GT3. With a stick and a wing, like the episode, like the one we had in episode two, the chocolate, a A twelve super fast because I just love it. I just love that car. Solid car. Uh, probably Lamborghini Performante to satisfy my mid engine craving that I have. Um, an E sixty three S wagon. So I want an everyday swagu car. Okay. That I can hoon around and not really care too much about. Um, I can bang it up. And a Carrera GT. That's, that's that's six, I think, and a Career GT is just like solid, such lineup. a sick raw car. That like when I drove it, I was like, I wanted to cry because it was so beautiful. It was just like on it. So Very those are like rounded, and like so basically it boils down to the F40 is the vintage, right? Porsche GT3 would be my Canyon Carver kind of thing. Super fast would be like my cool GT, my GT car. I'd take it to Pebble Beach during the car week. Come on back. I get there in two hours. Performante would be another Canyon Carver slash cool Saturday night car to go out in because it's a Lambo kind of thing. That'd be like my showy offy car if I 
thought it would do that, but if you have a Lambo, you're not going to not get seen in a Lambo, right? Lambos. E63 would be the everyday car. And then Courage GT would be a, another kind of vintage, just sick car. Yeah. You know? I, mean, that's I have so many more guys. Like, there are so yeah, many more that I would go for. But, like, if I had to die with these six cars, and six cars in front of me, it'd probably be those. That's <laughs> if I had to die with these six cars in front of me. <laughs> that is subject that to change so in the next hour. Because then you wouldn't be able to drive them any longer. Yeah. So we want to, let's, let's see what you have to say. Like, I mean, what I have like? to agree with you. A number of those choices were, were top notch. I probably, um, you know, F40, definitely. I think for every car collector right now, uh, F40 in your garage is like a, a staple. You need that. It's also just like the best looking car of all yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's insane. No matter what generation you're from, it looks amazing. It sounds amazing. Like you, It goes amazing. Not that yeah. I've driven one, but like. Holy guacamole, guys. I mean, it ha- it's like... Talk about an appreciating asset. It's a thing. poster car. It's a magazine cover car. It's a winning racer. It's an awesome It's a Ferrari. Car. It's got pedig... It's just like... It's the everything you'd want. Well, the, the F40 car. is sick. I obviously... Uh, I have to have like my my RS6 Avant in the 2020. Yeah. I have to have my wagon. Yeah. I mean, if but one of us is going to have an E63, the other, the other might as well have an RS6. It'd be cool. It could be dad. But is your E63 going to be a wagon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The wagon. There's no way I'm choosing sedan. That's, I mean, that's 1,000% the wagon. If I didn't make that clear, it's the wagon. The wagon is the way to go. The E63 hauls it. I mean, that thing's a fucking champ. <laughs> I mean, what is that? It's fucking slaps. It's like 600 horsepower and change. I think it's 600 horsepower. It's got it's got a little bit more horsepower than my RS6, like 10 horsepower. Dude, it's incredible. But it's fucking awesome. But my RS6 the R6 is is just, looks better. It's it's it newer now. It looks better. I think it looks a little well, more aggressive. Let's hope the R6 has a good soundtrack like the E63. Because E63 you know sounds sick. You know it will. Generation yeah. after but generation, like, like the R6 like has been amazing. But like looking back at like, I don't know. I don't think the other one sounded that AMG loud, sound, that sound good. Awesome, but that RS exhaust is real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that right. opens it up to a lot of tuning well, and stuff too, which would be cool. You know, I, I, I kind of have an appreciation for older cars more than newer cars. I have a couple... Totally like, valid. So... Right now, another older car that I have on my list is the is the Diablo SV. That's just like that's a that's a that, that's a cool one. Ripping car, like I would keep the F F forty in the garage for the most part and take it out on special occasions. But I feel like I would rip around a Diablo SV. Wait, food for thought. A Diablo SV. Or would you rather, would you, you wouldn't rather have a Mercy Lago SV with a stick? Because a Mercy Lago SV is, with a stick is probably the coolest Lambo they've ever made. It's awesome, but like the Mercy Lago came out, like wasn't my childhood poster car. It was an awesome car and it still is. And I think the market is super crazy for them right now. And it's just shitting all over the Aventador SV. The Aventador is just like a giant barge. And I mean, like... Not that the Mercy Lago is any easier to drive, but I think that it, there's a lot of hype on the Mercy Lago right now. It's That's a great, it's amazing looking point. car. It sounds amazing. It's got that high rim V12. It's sick. the Diablo's already a classic, basically. Diablo the Mercy Lago's got a weight. The Diablo bit. is more of a classic. The Mercy Lago, to me, is like two 
new to be vintage and it's too old to be like a current, you know, yeah. current standard supercar. Absolutely. What color would you get in? I'm going to be a Lambo. So I'm going to get in yellow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Would you get the SV in like blue or something? Like something yeah, we get the wheels. big SV on the side, the, the fat SV logo on the side, and it would be in like blue. Yeah, probably. And I'd get those big get alloy wheels. blue seats too, dude. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not a total douchebag, but whatever. That's, That's a good one. I really appreciate that. I think it's awesome. And uh, the I'm super set on the, uh, on the 1997 Turbo S. That's like another what must what, have in my garage. What uh, model year? What like? So that's like that a ninety nine nine three Turbo S. They made one hundred and eighty three of them. We that's, have one over the one that's over there, basically that black one. Uh, I'm not sure. But the nine nine three is like the one that with sloping headlights. Yeah, yeah. Nine nine three is like yeah. after the nine six four. Yeah, had those. Yeah, had, was like the last stand. That car. Flies. This is like the last of like the air cooled. Yeah. That um, car really goes, man. It's 400 and 450 horsepower. So, like, for a for a Porsche from factory, that's a, a shitload for the time. And it's all-wheel drive. So, like, it's amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. So, I mean, that's, that's a definitely for sure. Because, I mean, you have your Carrera GT. And I think that's an incredible car, totally undervalued right now. The fact that you can somewhere get a Carrera GT for less than a million dollars is just crazy to me. I think they all should be well over a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, the problem with the Carrera GT, too, is that you cannot, I wouldn't drive that as I would want to, but you just simply cannot because it's so low and it bottoms out so off. Like, that is, it's also the toughest clutch ever to drive. Yeah, this I heard. So the way you drive a Carrera GT is there's no feathering of the gas when you're driving it. If you know anybody that's driven a Carrera GT, you just let the clutch out in first gear because if you feather the gas, you'll burn the clutch. There's no gas needed in first gear. Even when you're on a hill, you just got to like hold it and just hope it's going to catch. Because if you do, you'll burn the clutch. And that is terrifying because I've been on a hill and I was like, ah. And you like, definitely don't want to pay got, for a burnt clutch in a career it's, GT. Yeah, it's like $20,000. But like I like that kind of fear, like fear factor. Like you're driving the car and you, like, you have no idea if it's going to kill you. And I love that. That's why I like the 350R because it's gonna, it'll, it'll kill you. It won't make my final list. Well, but, like right. I like I like death traps. Like an F40 is a death trap. Well, I'll tell the you, turbo the, kicks the in, turbo it's go S fly. is a is a death. Trap. That's a death trap. Absolutely, a widowmaker. I think for it's sure. sick. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, like sign me up, baby. <laughs> all right, so we have my F40, my RS6 Avant, my Diablo SV, and my Turbo S. And um, my last car was to decide between, like. I don't know. I've thought about another like hypercar or supercar and I don't think, I think like that's enough fast cars for me and I want like a classic, uh, 1972 FJ40, like a, a Toyota Land Cruiser. Would you get like FJ. a classic one or would you get like a resto modded? No, like icon. one of those icons. I know you're talking about. The icons about. are sick. The icons are sick, but I don't like when I grew up, my dad had one, a red one and he had custom diamond plate steel wrapped around the sides and like it was just so badass i would definitely get a classic that'd one be sick and like fjs have worn i've warmed up big time restore it i think they're sick i mean i think fjs like 
come on, we have like everybody driving a Bronco right now in California and everybody driving a Scout. And there's a, there's a huge, D90s. huge Defender 90 crowd and Defender 110 crowd for sure. So she's a new one just came I out I don't too. think the FJs get enough love. I think that... Dude, they're also bulletproof. Yeah, I don't think the FJs get enough love. Yeah. So That's one thing I'm missing in mine. I was like I was thinking about it. Like I need like an SUV. something that's fun, something you don't care if you scratch the door totally, or somebody totally. else scratches your door. Like yeah. I need a car where like, like I don't give a shit if like my dogs get in there yeah. and get the whole trash. Like I need yeah. a car I don't give a shit about, like, but at the same totally, time it's totally. probably my favorite. Totally. You know? And I think it's and gonna I gonna be the closest to my heart. And I think if I were to choose something like that, like I need an SUV, first thing goes to mind is an Urus because I want like the fastest. I should be putting an Urus on my list. That'd be cool. It would, but, really it, but it would have to be a cooler car than that. Uh, Urus is not cool enough. And Urus is, pr- is pretty cool. When they come out with Boris, Urus, Boris, the Urus is pretty cool. Boris. But like, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to like. Okay, I just give my give the Urus to my wife, and then she curb rash with. I'd get pissed about that. Four seater. Yeah, you can get a five seater. Can you get a five yeah, seater? Get the option Urus? Five seater. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Like, but I like that's rather, still not a bet. You can't bang it up, and you're like, whatever, honey. Like it's fine. I'm not saying my wife would bash it up. If you're buying it by an urus, I'm gonna. Can I stop saying urus? Can I just say yours? Yeah, I don't know why you start saying. Urus. You started saying it, but I like it. Like when I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not into the urus. The Urus. It's like there's it's also cool, there's also there's so, so many of them down there, here too, and there's so many other options. And now, now like. All right, so the 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 Urus shares parts with the uh, Q8. They're with the Cayenne. They're nearly identical with the now with the Cayenne. And it's the all the Cayenne same coupe, The Cayenne Coupe is incredible looking if you've seen it. Well, it looks just like a freaking Urus now too. I mean, yeah, but it's so much. It's so much sexier. It's so much smoother. It's so much more like. I don't, like, like, it. Like, I don't like it. I think that the that the Cayenne is well tailored after so many years of of you know, changes and variations than design. I think that they really nailed it with this one. And that like this, the first year of the Urus, they did a really good job, but I think it's not badass enough. It's not like aggressive enough for a Lamborghini. I mean, granted it's like the, it's like an entry level Lamborghini. It's like 200,000 similar prices uh, as the Huracan. An Urus? Yeah. I thought an Urus is more like 250, 300. 250 maybe 300 after tax and options and stuff but yeah. like when you're talking about an entry level like a, a beginning price msrp for a year is like around 200 i think 210,000 which is like which is what 200k for msrp 200k so i mean there you go it's like a base huracan is not spectacular looking it's also 200k you know but once you put a couple add-on carbon bits or you get a performante or like a special version of it that's when it starts to look good yeah no, so i just right. think like the cayenne turbo it's not trying to be a hypercar suv it's exactly what it needs to be i think the coupe is sick but so you bring up the performante like i have it on my list i have yeah. it on my list just because like i the think performante is a great car i mean for a lamborghini it's like it made the Huracan into something desirable. The, the Huracan is like car, a really trend. good looking car. Yeah. It's like an actual good I car to drive. The Gallardo or the Gallardo. I thought it was so Yeah, ugly. you can Cody hates the Gallardo. Yeah. You're not a Gallardo. I love I, I love the Murcia Lago and I just hated when they came out with the Gallardo. I just thought it was such a they made, design. They made like fifty thousand of them, right? They made so many, but 
Yeah, so, you could get one now for like thirty thousand. Yeah, it's a joke. It's, yeah. Once but, Vehicle Virgin's got one, I was like, anyone can have one now. A Gallardo? Yeah. That's you a had good one? one? Yeah. Okay. Fair I didn't mean to like throw shade. He was in I he was in college at the time. Um but the reason why I chose a pair for mine is because I feel like I need like a mid-engine new super supercar. And I wouldn't choose a like oh yeah, I'd have a pista. I'd probably choose a probably a pista because I actually just drove one for the first time yesterday. I forgot to tell you. You drove a pista? I drove the Nar- a Nardo Gray Pista. What? And holy pista freaking was also on my list. You know what? So, Hot yeah. take, I'm taking, right. I'm cut. Actually, I want a Lambo in my life, so I'd keep the Lambo on this list just because the V10. Yeah. The V10 sounds better. But dude, the pista. I was just driving around the streets over here, and I had it in second gear, and the thrust from those turbos is incredible. Like, they just, it just went, and it just darted. And there things, was a the, lot the of pushback kinda, on those turbos. A lot of people had doubts dude, about the, thing, the turbos. The thing darted so quickly, and, like, it kind of, like, the way it put down the power was, like, like we, the tires were kind of cold, but it just kind of darted me to one side, and it scared the shit out of me because it was so fast. I was like, I can't. I was like, oh, my God. That was, like, the most... Like, I drove a Senna the day before, and I drove that, and it was way faster than the Senna. I mean, it probably just felt and like like on the like road. a Senna feels like if you're not it's driving big, it as a, a race car, then yeah. it's then it probably doesn't feel like it's going right. fast, even but if it's you're all going 100 miles yeah. an hour. But it's but all the, relative, you know. What but I mean? the like, Pista is like built to make people feel like they're going fast. I mean, oh, right? and it did its job say, so like, well. Like it felt you like you one say of the, the Senna is essentially supposed to make you feel like you're going less fast. So that you feel more controlled. That's why it has such crazy uh, racing seats and there's so much support there. So like you don't feel like when you go into a turn that you have to hold on to the wheel and really like. That's a good point. You know, it has you right. really supported. Right. But, but with that's the Pista, more, it's, been, it's been kind of. Engineered to be more. More like a road car. So when you're going absolutely. fast, absolutely. It, it feels like you're really going fast. Oh, absolutely. But I'm, I'm almost embarrassed that a, a Ferrari wasn't on my list of top fives. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't even because, have like a like. I mean, no, actually, I take that back. The F forty is is the right is the Ferrari. See, it's the thing. Like, if I you have enough, even, if you I have don't enough, even like think of an F forty as a Ferrari. I just think of it as like, just the, like the sickest car. car like you ask anybody, you ask people who hate Ferraris, like the F forty is sick. Like, yeah, maybe, you like you ask picture and like Porsche like nerds, the the Porsche nerds that spit on Ferrari. You're like, sup car is very cool, y'all. Like, they, <laughs> like everybody loves F forties, dude. Like. And right. that's why I'd own one because it would be like one of those cars would be like i take to a show just so everyone can see it and be like, dude, this car, I want to share with everybody. Yeah, but, it's so but sick. the 488 Pista is definitely on my list because of, of the amazing response that it's gotten. Everybody was kind of like iffy about so the turbos the with the 488 in general. And I think my favorite part of the Pista is is the vent, the downforce vent. In I think the it's cool, but I don't like the way it, it looks. Up. I don't like the way it looks like from like a we're gonna show a certain picture angles. of it. Certain angles it doesn't you look good. You can see that like the the lines go from the diffuser up through yes. the space over the hood, and it's just like I think it has an amazing flow of a car that like you don't really see that. That's a very interesting That's a very Ferrari. Very thing to do. interesting design. Well, that is trickling on to the F8 Tributo, which is coming out next. The F8 Tributo has something like that Does as it? well. Yeah, it's a very it's a very, it's more subtle than it, but it has it. I'm Everything to piece, these new you, you know I haven't the, seen either one of those. That, did you also know the that? F? Did you also know the F8 Tributo has the piece to engine in it? The Tributo, yeah, it's the same specs, right? Same exact car, yeah. or 
yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. is it more hybrid stuff? No, it's it's the same specs. So that's no, the, no hybrid. Uh, that's the F9 or whatever? The F8. F8? Dude, that's what Ferrari did last time. They what came out. Dude, do you remember? So they wait. came out with these two models just now, and yeah, two of them, and they're kind of like right next to each other. They, I'm not sure exactly what's what. That's what I was gonna say next. For when Ferrari had the 458 Speciale come out, basically the next month the 488 came out, and it was already faster. The four four the 458 Speciale made, uh, I think 620 yeah, horsepower, and the, the 488 made well, the made 650. Yeah, but the 488 was essentially the 488 was essentially an introduction of the next model line, and the, an introduction and the to induction. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that was, uh, that was really cheesy. Was I apologize. <laughs> not funny. <laughs> Um, and no, but, I mean, but it was like the the speciale was the end of that model line, you know. Right, but the fact and that then they the four eight eight was the beginning of the new model line, and it it beat the specs. That's granted. exactly what they're doing with but the F eight. But forget that. There's two new Ferrari models that are two pr different price ranges. One's like four hundred thousand, and one's like eight hundred thousand. That's the SF ninety. The SF ninety. That's it. that's the hybrid. That's like a, their new hybrid. That was the yellow one that car? was at Pebble Beach that everyone was taking photos of. I didn't get to see that one. Yeah, that. So that yeah, you, that's like a completely different thing. That's like its own model. Don't even think of that. That is a production run car, but that's not the F8 Tributo is the next Ford Eight. Yeah, and the SF90 is just kind of by itself, and it's just kind of like a baller kind of sick hybrid, like hypercar. Yeah. Kind so of, so kind of. on the topic of hypercars, like right now in the market. What is Guidi's favorite hypercar? Favorite hypercar. I didn't. I don't have one on my list because, dude. I mean, the Sakura GT is kind of a hypercar of its time, so that's why I is have the it Carrera on there. GT a hypercar? Would you consider for the that time now? Two thousand five. Would you consider that now to be a hypercar? I mean, well, I, that's a big are, debate. I've seen online. A there lot are of a lot putting up those. Uh, you know, the the polls on Instagram. Yeah. Like, is the Carrera GT a hypercar? Well, if you ever watched. Apex, that documentary that was yeah. made by what's uh, the Koenigsegg? Yeah, basically the way they define uh, hypercar is kind of the way I think about it. It's some car, so it's basically like their halo car of a manufacturer. Like it is everything that they can put towards a single car from a space age technology. That like every ounce of engineering that they have goes in this one car, and that's basically what the Carrera GT was at the time. It absolutely was the thing that the only car with a V10. Only Porsche with a V10, and it's incredible. Now, we wouldn't consider it a hypercar because there's cars that are way faster than it. But in terms of like price and rarity, has and it been like, demoted to supercar? I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I wouldn't consider it a hypercar. I wouldn't be like that's a hypercar because I consider hypercars like the newest cars. Because we have these hypercars, these hypercar things out now with like. 1500 horsepower at yeah. least like 800 plus horsepower in these Koenigseggs and whatnot and these things are breaking records and like these are real feats of engineering absolutely. not that the Carrera GT wasn't as an F1 engine right yeah absolutely so F1 like, everything is like dude the thing is like it was you're just driving you're just driving that car with like no nannies so so Carrera GT that's your hypercar but I hang on I kind of wanted to say that I wouldn't I also consider hypercars to be like the newest and coolest things you know what i mean yeah i want to i want you know to I mean? say like i would like should be reserved for like on the market right now like with all the hype and you know as far back as like five or six years because there have been a lot of new cars that are kind of not in existence yet you know the yesco 
is is a theoretical, you know, it's a concept car. It's it's an awesome hypercar, but all the numbers are kind of rel- kind of theoretical. Right. Was it you that was telling me the 150 pound weight limit of the driver? Was um, any of you? Was it you guys? You two? Koenig, yeah, Koenigsegg came out with a statement. I read someone was told, someone told me this. It's pretty funny that it only will hit 300 miles an hour if you're <laughs> under 150 pounds, <laughs> which is hysterical because it's like I'm on the Yesco diet, bro. Like <laughs> I'm trying to get that 300. Well, I mean, I guess if you're talking about cutting weight and but in like, the car, dude, that car makes like. 1,800 horsepower. Why does it need, like, it has plenty of horsepower to get it. I mean, if you're a 150-pound dude, you're a small dude. or or You're a small man. You're like a, you're like a, you're like a. But if you're like like a a brolic 250-pound guy, that's a whole hundred pounds more. That's a whole other person that's basically having a passenger. If a 150-pound person had a passenger and they try to go 300 miles an hour. Dude, I'm just like thinking of myself. If I was a billionaire and I could own a Yesco and I ordered one and I heard that, I would have like all my <laughs> chefs cook me all this stuff and I'd like get on the Yesco diet. I'd get on it. I'd be like, dude, I'm like hit that 300. Just to say it. Because you can, right? That's just because you want to. You want to I be want on to. the diet. I don't want to be 150. You I, could, wanted, I could not you be 150. devote your life to There are a few people who could do 150. I'm not one of them. I don't. My body is not built for 150. I'm okay hitting regardless. 290. I'm okay hitting 290, being a nice 180. Is that <laughs> it? Is that the answer? Yeah. Let's go. For my hypercar. Yeah. No, my hypercar of choice. I have a different LaFerrari, so I can't tell you. But my hypercar of choice would be a P1. And you know what that's like, baby. Yeah. The P1. Fucking slaps, dude. It is <laughs> such an experience. Oh my god. I'm not even a turbo guy, and it's just like. Yeah, the P1's pretty it pretty destroys, awesome. It destroys a 918. 918 moves, don't get me wrong. It's so fast and it's so loud. It's V8's amazing. Everyone forgets that it has a V8 too. But the P1 is just like... Amazing. I was gesticulating this with my Italian. hands to the podcast this listeners. This is Italian for... Era bellissima! <laughs> yeah. So that's my... That'd be my choice. The P1 version. is freaking incredible. I mean, I got to agree. The it's P1 also is really so, sick. I was never a P1 guy. When, it, they, when the, the Holy Trinity came out, I was like, I was that's, when I was, guy. that's back when I was a Ferrari guy. I was like, the Ferrari's better. But like, dude, the P1's aged so well. It looks yeah. so good. I think they all did. Oh my I God. Think they all did. Give me that in purple. Give me that in purple. I'm done, dude. A purple P1. A purple P1? Purple P1. That's what I'd have with like alloy wheels. Okay. That'd be my spec. Exposed carbon or... I'd have carbon in the places that needs to be. Fair enough. Probably like silver, silver calipers with that. Or maybe even purple calipers. Who knows? Black. That'd be my P1 spec. Fair enough. Well, honestly, because you said P1, P1 was definitely on my list to be my hypercar. But I want to see I want to see the, um, the Valkyrie. I think I have a lot of faith in in the Valkyrie being like the most insane hypercar. So the Valkyrie is the new Aston Martin V12 from their F1, right? Yes. And the Valkyrie is the track only version, though. But aren't they? They make they make the Son of Valkyrie, which is the road legal one, and then the they Valhalla. Make, the Valhalla is its own model. Wasn't that the Son of Valkyrie? And before they maybe they decided to name. Valkyrie. 
Vulcan's totally different. Vulcan, Vulcan Vulcan's track track ready. It's a complete that. The Vulcan's two and throw. There are a lot of V's. There's okay. So there's like an AM001, AM002, and AM003. Okay, it's all coming back to me. The son of Valkyrie is the the Valhalla. Yes, that is is a completely different car. Two or 003. The three. Yeah, that's the 002 is the Valhalla. Is the Vulcan? No, dude, a Vulcan is not. You just said a Vulcan. Are you listening to this guy? Are you listening to this guy? All right. 003 is the Valhalla, the son of Valkyrie. 002 is Valkyrie. That's what I was saying. If I said if I said Vulcan, I apologize. I didn't mean to say that. And 001 is Valkyrie for the road. Is 001 is Valkyrie for the road or Valkyrie for the track? For the road. Interesting. So it, that's that's why track. I'm so confused. I've talked to like the whatever it head. is. I know that they're making a Valkyrie Look, for the gonna, road, gonna, and they're making a Valkyrie for the track. I'm referring to the Valkyrie for the road, and it's a fucking V12. And no, it's, it's not. Going for the road is not a V12. You're just going for the track. My life right now. That's why it's so confusing. Because like the one, like you would think the track would be the like would be 001. Let's do a quick fact check, dude. I've like squabbled over this for a while. I've even talked to Aston Martin people about it, and it's. I mean, this, I've gone explain to me. And I'm like, the fact that, like uh, we're car people, and we and we can't just like articulate see? this. See, see. Asimov Valkyrie is that track one. Also black. code name. Also code name RB. Take this back. Not AM. RB001. And it's a limited edition hypercar with Aston Martin and Red Bull. Yes. Okay, so zero zero one. I'll eat my words on that one. And they're not making any sort of street version of this, or they? Yeah, are? they are. Yeah. But the street version is not a V12. It's supposedly not the Cosworth V12. Well, that's a huge disappointment, but at three million bucks, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, so I think there's a Valkyrie AMR Pro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Valkyrie AMR Pro is is their racing version, and then there's the Valkyrie, which is like the street version. Dude, I'm so confused on the whole thing. But right, okay, essentially, there's going to be 150 examples. I'm looking at an article right now. 150 examples, and it's going to be with the intent to make the regular Valkyrie, not the Valkyrie AMR Pro, but the regular Valkyrie, the fastest lapping street legal car in the world. 150 examples and uh, 1,160 horsepower. Jeez. Jeez. So it's a V12. It's a hybrid V12, just like this new uh, Lamborghini Sion or Sion or whatever they're going to call Cyan. it. That's like a that, – there's only going to be 63 in the world though. Yeah. I don't know. But okay, so, so, okay, so, so, so you're going to choose car, the – Yeah, the Valkyrie I think it's like the sickest thing. It's just like the looks are bananas. The sound is bananas. V12 is awesome. And there's videos you of know, V12 and it's running. Not, it's sick. not one of these like um, – it's not one of these guys in their garage that started a, a company a couple of years ago. I mean, not to hate on any of those guys. I mean, Pagani and Koenigsegg have made incredible brands over the past 24, 25 years, how long have they been out? But, um, I mean, uh, what is that? Like, I don't know. There's just so many million-dollar cars, these hypercars that are coming out. Yeah, we, even talk, I mean, we keep talking about the – like, dude, dude. The electric cars don't even do it for me. Like I wouldn't want a pin. I'd love Pininfarina, but I wouldn't want one. But what was that red, red really GT care. thing? You the Draken GTE. The Draken. 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 
GT car having like 1,500 horsepower. Yeah, with the suede interior and it was like a million bucks. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. I don't really have any I, faith in it. I don't like, care. The Apollo, the Apollo <laughs> IE, the Apollo IE, I think, that, sick as I think hell. that's sick as hell. That is the same engine as the Di Tommaso Pantera, the red one a couple yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, is it's, sick. It's and you heard it driving company. around, right? It's the same company. And it's sick. And like, are these cars worth millions and millions of dollars? Yeah, probably in terms of like engineering and in terms of like the the process of making them and all that. But uh, I don't think that it's going to be any fun to drive like... No, dude. I, mean, I don't think I mean, it's going to be any fun to drive. How like either. came from Apollo came from Gumpert, right? Gumpert Apollo, and then a, a another brand. Oh, came I didn't over. Even think about that. Yeah, so it was the it was the Gumpert yeah, Apollo, and that and car it, shattered. It, yeah, it had an. I remember on they top, were like, watching on Top Gear, being like, "Well, they were yeah, touting, it had the Audi R8 V8 engine. They were touting right? and then it, that that car made so much downforce that you can drive it upside down in a tunnel and it would stick to the ceiling. But essentially, what happened was the brand wasn't good enough to maintain as a brand, and a Chinese or a Japanese company took it over and used the name Apollo as. The, the name for the brand, and they came out with the Intensia Emozione or whatever. The IE. Intensa Emozione. Yeah, sure. Say it with so me. So then, <laughs> Intensa Emozione. Bravo. All right. So then, like, I mean, that thing's freaking awesome, but I'm, I trust Aston Martin and Red Absolutely. Bull Racing Absolutely. way more to make a hypercar that I want to drive. So, on to the next. What's your favorite classic? Um, I don't even have a classic in here because I kind of grouped the F40 as a classic, even no, though it's but not. it's like a classic, but I mean, what's your, oh, oh. what's your favorite classic car that doesn't have to go fast, unless that's your oh, favorite dude, car? Oh, dude, my favorite, if I were to, if money were no object, my, like, if I were to have one classic car, it'd be a 250, Cal, 250 California. I knew that. Dude. Why? Why? Because it's, because it's like the most expensive. No, I don't even care. I actually wish it cost less because I would want to drive it more. The thing is gorgeous. It's gorgeous and like it's a top down. It's everything you want in a vintage car. Gorgeous, makes a great noise, V12, and it's a top down. And it's, dude, it's like the car. And like, I'm sorry, picking being a Ferrari fanboy again doing that, but what else? Like, I wouldn't, I would, Ferrari I would, fanboy picking that car. I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want a Mura. I wouldn't want a, uh, uh, a Jaguar E type. I wouldn't want a, I don't even know, I wouldn't want a 356 Porsche. Dude, a California is gorgeous. Hands down, one of the best looking cars of all time. I'd probably even choose a 275 short notice if I didn't choose that. Fair. Like, those are just beautiful, elegant cars that will stand the test of time and will be amazing anytime. I agree. I think... Uh, that would be my vintage choice. California. Sorry for being super cliche. But I go mean, f- yourself if you think differently. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a cliche American. So I have like I have two, and uh, and it's from both sides of the pond basically. Um, my favorite cars in general are '50s American cars. I think uh, like American cars from the '50s just have so much chrome and so much so many curves, and they're just like it was such an amazing time for design and in the fifties and in America, it was an amazing time. And I think that like the tri five Chevys are like my top classics, those and, and uh, like the Bel Air 
or yeah, like, Bel Air uh, Nomad. Yeah, you know, freaking nomads are, are insane. Yeah. I mean, wagon life, long roof, hell yeah. But, uh, <laughs> what's wagon life? wagon life? Wagon life, whatever he said. I don't want to throw up too many gang signs. We're in LA, so, you know. But, yeah, the, the Tri 5 Chevys and like the Cadillacs of right. that era. No, no. Shit, little chrome Dagmar bumpers. I wish you know Dagmar bumpers. Are those ones with the. With the the freaking missiles in the front. Yeah, you ones know that would impale people and kill them. All right. So do you want to know what? Do you know what the story of Dagmar bumpers are? No, I'd love to hear it. So there was an actress at the time, and her last name was Dagmar, and she had huge knockers. So they started you're calling kidding, kidding those me. bumpers Dagmar bumpers. It wasn't like a company. You wouldn't go into Chevrolet and. Ask them for Dagmar bumpers. That was just something they called them. So it's like calling the handle in the inside of a car a good handle. Yeah. Like people call it that. Yep. Do you guys call it that? Yeah. Like they're not called it. Like the instruction it's manuals, like, they grab the it's just handle. Like the street name. Upon yeah, it's just the street name. I like but it. it. But That's it, sick like, as hell. You know, it's one of those things that just kind of became the name of them. That's really cool. But yeah, that and uh, I hate to do it to you, but those old school Jaguars really do it for me. And I would go with Steve McQueen's XKSS. Like I mean, rad. that's one of the sexiest cars ever. The sh- the shape of that car—it's very, it's very bubbly. There's it's a lot of so it's like a wave. Sensual. It's like just so sick. It's something so it is like sexy a, about that the car. The nice curve of a woman. The coolest part about those cars is like at that time they weren't making cars. I mean, of course they were making cars to look good, but the whole like swoopy, smooth-looking car was because of aerodynamics they were built to like uh, these people were thinking of like race cars and they were like what's gonna cut through the air what's gonna be the most efficient in the air and they made these cars really smooth and really sleek and you know really curvy and whatnot and that's what kind of gave birth to the the like sleek sexy design of these sports cars because it was like early aerodynamics Mm -hmm. and that was the idea yeah so that car is just like you know, and the attempt to make an extremely aerodynamic car, but it was just fucking badass, and it was Steve McQueen's, and it's a convertible, and it's no, dude, that's rad. And you did you didn't touch on a Canyon Carver for yourself? That's well, my GT3. That's my GT3. I mean, like wing stick. I I know, stick like wing. my my Turbo S, my 993 Turbo S is basically like so close to your canyon carver you would you like tune it up and kind of make a little modern i mean it's give it some of this and all that it's too nice to fuck with i mean i i would want to really that'd be a cool car to like rip it up but that thing is is you know that'd be a cool car to do a little work to though i think the the 993 in general those turbos would be a really seriously car to do it has a good stance already i'm gonna touch it just like maybe give it a wrap or like some exhaust or just something to like Put a short shift around the thing because those shifts are just so long and yeah, ridiculous. I mean, Forget about it. It's like churning. <laughs> it's like churning butter, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, like a Porsche would be an ultimate ultimate canyon carver for me. Yeah. Like yeah. so, I'm not I'm not super crazy about the ridiculous aftermarket aggressiveness of the RSs. Like I think they look really aftermarkety, which is cool, but. Like, if I was going to get a cool Canyon Carver, it would definitely be a GT3. I mean, you nailed it. A manual GT3, like, it's got all the aggression it needs, and it has all the handling 
it needs and it's just Has like a stick it needs yeah it's got it's got everything and it doesn't look like a freaking like a race car that yeah. like somebody's gonna be like oh why you got that yeah driving around beverly hills and if you get the, tu- if you get the touring which is the same car no one knows what it is yeah gt3 but i want people to know what it is because i want a wing and i want to do it i want to be a freaking badass totally so but i mean like you know porsches in general rear engine tiny wheelbase going around the canyons oh. it's great but what I about something that's like, what about something that's like a little bigger, like different engine placement? What's like your favorite mid-engine, mid-engine mid-engine right for, for that? That's what I was thinking. The Huracan Performante would be. Yeah, that's all your favorite. Just because the pops and like I'm not the big pops and crackles kind of guy. I don't think you are. Did we talk about this? You don't like. I hate pops? that. I hate that. But too. that, but that like does it in a good way on overrun. Keep it to the microwave. That's the only pot and your cereal. You know. But that car. But that car just makes. That car just makes the best noises. It's so fast. We know it performs because Motor Trend deemed it Motor Trend's car of the year last year. I'm like, going to go out and say that I'm taking the 600LT over six, the Performante. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's decent. Yeah. I definitely, With the exhaust sticking up out of the top. And I'm going to say the 600LT Spider. Yeah. To boot. Yeah. Because the Performante is amazing, but the Performante Spider is a lead is a, a driving piece of lead it's over four thousand pounds it's incredibly heavy and one thing i will say about the mclaren which is great is that it's dude a perfect uh performante spider i think is like 350 something or other and you like you can get them but a 600 lt dude those things are like not that they're like Relatively, they're not that expensive. They're, they start and they're, at they're so fast. They start at 280. Once you put a couple options in them, you know, they're they're right up there. But, I mean, a Lamborghini, like the Huracan Evo, is 315, you know? Yeah. That's all. That's already more expensive than a 600 LT, and I think the LT is way cooler. That's a great choice. Way more visceral, you way more You wouldn't choose the aggressive. Pista, though? I mean, the Pista is... is the Pista is just like a... Honestly, it felt like... It feels like it's, a, it's a different monster. You're right. I forgot about it's the It's a totally Pista, different monster. But honestly, right now, I think if I was driving down the road, like, to everybody on the road, they see a Ferrari, and they're like, ooh, Ferrari, you know? And it just kind of blends with the Ferraris. But McLarens are still, you know, they're not as widely known and most people don't recognize. And when they see something like freaking jet engines shooting out the top, like that's my favorite part of any car that has those types of... Yeah, it spits flames. Like what other car has that kind of, like the 918? Yeah, 918, yeah. The 918? No, yeah, Courage GT has in the back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, but like the well, it has oh, yeah, like still a, like like has, pop, the like, GT has like little rocket ship engines. Yeah. In but the top, back. but top but stacks the, is so sick. Yeah, and that's yeah. why if you look at a spoiler of a six hundred LT, there's a rubber part in the middle, so it doesn't burn. The it's spoiler. not rubber, but it's but it's like it's a, not it's carbon fire. Carbon. It's yeah. a fire retardant material, so yeah. that it doesn't burn the carbon. Oh, it's dude, it's that's a great choice. It's Honestly, badass. all three of those cars are so cool. It just kind of depends what you want. Do you want something turboy? Do you want something V10 or do you want something just so stupidly fast <laughs> turbo Ferrari four four at eight half million dollar car? Depends what you want. I'll go with the Lambo because I just feel like I need one Lambo in my life. Just one. Just for a little bit. I'll probably get sick of it after a while, then I'll I'll change all the things I've been saying, I'll just change my idea in like a week. I need a Lambo in my life. I'll drive but one and there's a there's a certain public douchebaggery to like a brand new Lambo. And I feel like if you get a Lambo that's not brand new, then there's a a little bit of taste in there. 
you get a little bit of like class when you have a Lamborghini that's not brand new. If you're driving a brand new Lamborghini, you're like automatically pegged as a douchebag. Yeah, I suppose. Sucks. Yeah, but like, stereotype, yeah. But like Big the time. Aventador, that's a that's a show. That is a, a production. Yeah. That is not a car to like drive around in traffic. It's built to sound crazy. It's built to be monstrously huge and inconvenient. Dude, I, was, <laughs> and I, was, like, I was driving a convertible like, green going, one. Like it's crazy. I was driving a, a convertible green one on a PCH and I come to a stop and a lady hangs at her door like a mom and flips me off. <laughs> she go. just like angrily is like, because I'm like, 24 I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell did I do? I'm like, I wasn't even driving fast. Like I was like, I was like, I just gave her a thumbs up and just kept driving. Another one of my buddies was driving one. And a guy goes like this, and the, he like gives him one of these. A oh, he's truck like, driver's he's got like a tiny little, yeah, dick. got a tiny thing. He just goes like, <laughs> like one of those things. Like what? Like, <laughs> it's like that's, that's so like you're just driving that around. People just hate on you. But it's if hysterical. you were in like a Diablo, that guy in the truck would drive by yeah, and be like, like, yeah, wah wah. Like you know, that's, that's, like, okay, that's uh, that's very true. There's just an automatic like, there you're just labeled. And it's yeah. it sucks. It's society, man. But it's it's a label you get. Driving hey, all these cars, man. You're kind of a douche. If we, if we had all these cars, we'd be kind of douchebags. You'd be like, I'm gonna take my F40 out today. Okay. I'm gonna take my Koenigs. Like, you got that one. So, <laughs> like, I, I mean, awesome. the next the next thing that we have on our list, it says uh, brands that we like and dislike, and. We kind of we kind of went over all that though in a while. Yeah, it's like we're I, both Porsche guys. I think for this reason, like, yeah, I love Porsche because it's Porsche, Porsche, whatever. I love it because it's understated. Yeah, and you can get yeah. an amazing understated car, and I dislike Lamborghini right now because they can make an extremely well performing car, but most of the time it's just kind of like a production, and I also hate that it's been. It has this like negative connotation for a brand, a brand new Lamborghini. Yeah. Hey, there's something to be said for just like showing up to a place in a car and people automatically think you're a douchebag. Yeah. Like that's a that's a pretty powerful that's a pretty powerful thing. That like, sucks. A Ventador SV at at retail is like four fifty five hundred or four fifty no five hundred. No one wants to buy it. MSRP. I mean, it's an expensive car. Granted, and I, they go all the way up. I know. Uh, Fabio has, uh, do you know who Fabio is? No. You should my, know who Fabio is. Is he my brother? <laughs> I think Fabio is Italian, but like, Fabio's could, the one got the long just, hair. Is always yes. In he's the blonde guy with the long hair. And oh he gosh. has one of the most, we'll pull up an image of, of Fabio, but he has one of the most highly optioned Aventador SVs. So his Aventador SV is like 900 plus thousand dollars. He has every carbon option. So the louvers over the engine. Like all every single little option he can have carbon. in carbon, it's on nearly a million dollars. You get carbon, you get carbon. But whatever it is, like you're automatically a douchebag, and no matter how expensive the car is. But you can show up in like any Ferrari, and it's not the same thing. Yeah, and and your Ferrari could be a million dollars, and pull up next to a three hundred thousand dollar or two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini and the guy in the Lamborghini is a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Roll. guy in the Ferrari. Dude, I was just looking at the time. We flew by. We've been filming for about more than fifty minutes. That's a hell of a long time. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. We didn't even stop for a sponsor time. Sponsor thing. 
Let's take this moment. It's a good thing we didn't have any sponsors for That's this That's what video. you think. Let's have a word from our sponsors. Hey, John, I'm really hungry for lunch. What are you feeling today? Oh, maybe we should get some pizza. Pizza? At this time, in this traffic in New York, what are we get? what's going on? Where are we going to order from? Of course we're going to order from Tony's. Tony's Pizza? It's the best pizza in town. Hey, get me three pizza pies stacked. One, olives, tomato, another one, cheese, green onion, sour patch kids. And some, uh, and don't forget my, uh, the onions on that one too. Do you want any pepperoni with that? Yeah, add pepperoni to both those, please. For your pizza needs, call Tony's Pizza on 3rd and Broadway. It's the best pizza in New York City. And I know this city like the back of my hand. Hey, I'm never going to get that. We are not at all affiliated with Tony's Pizza. We do not know if there is even a Tony's Pizza on 3rd and Broadway. We apologize for any unsolicited calls from coming and clutch fans to a Tony's Pizza because we do in fact love pizza. We are not in fact mechanics. Do not trust us with repairing your vehicle. We need sponsors, so please help the channel grow and thrive by Benmoing Lorenzo Yacomini. Alright guys, so that's enough for today. I think that we talked your ears off. And uh, if you have any opinions, we'd love to hear Please them. comment. And let us know what you guys think. Super RC8 for the beginning of the episode. Totally. If you tuned in later, would you rather have a Supra or a C8 Corvette? That's Comment the, below. That's going to be the, the question of the, of the episode for next episode. Oh, would you rather? Yeah, basically. Super or C8. I Super think it's a really, a really good lineup. I'm glad they both came out around the same time. It's a good time to be smart. a car guy, man. It yeah. really is. <laughs> it really the golden is. age now. It's so great that we can afford all these cars right now, too, and buy them and <laughs> drive them around. Well... That's all, folks. I appreciate you tuning in, and tune in next time where we go over the C8 and the Supra. He's Cody Lewis, a.k.a. LA Car Spotter. <laughs> and he's Lorenzo Giacomini, a.k.a. the Speedy Guidi. There's no J in my name, but yeah, Giacomini. It's Giacomini. <laughs> Ciao, bello. See you guys it's next time. <laughs> and this has been Coming in Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> And now a word from our sponsors. Should we go film that at word by our sponsors? Do our, do our people? <laughs> did all the lights die and you had to plug them in or something? We did.